make a new what do you call it a template country crocks crock pot for clotted crows cocks coccyx and clocks oh welcome back to everyone to another episode of split screen gaming podcast episode 13 i'm chad michael innes i'm holding the pardo are we doing this right now you want to do it later? Or is this right now? I mean, we can, I can do it right now if the time works better for you. I mean, I'm not feeling well. You're not feeling well? We can always record this. And you August. know what my remedy was for not feeling well? I had an entire Chipotle burrito bowl. Like, <laughs> always. Man, I, my tummy's not feeling well. I probably should eat a whole burrito bowl. A brick in your stomach is always going to make you feel better. That's uh, why I only got a single taco. A brick. A brick, yeah. Yeah, you go in there and, I'm going to have one taco, please, and a glass of water. <laughs> Who are you? A supermodel? <laughs> Oh man, it's episode 13, it's going to be a good one I'm not feeling well, but I'm going to try to scream Because I know it's what the people want People love when I scream, because I love screaming Hello, welcome to the podcast That's all I got Hi guys, welcome to the podcast, this is Zoldan <laughs> I'm so much more mellow This is the first time we haven't had a guest for like a month Yeah, it feels kind of weird having a microphone just to myself to use Yeah I'm I mean, not used to that It looks good on you It does, oh thank you so much Speaking of looking good on you <laughs> Oh, shut up Good segue So there's, so this is a, we're not a fashion podcast But we Nintendo, do pretty damn good, we though. do look pretty damn good in our, is it Uniqlo? Uniqlo? Uh, Uniqlo Uniqlo I at first thought it was Uniqlo as well, yeah. but then I lost my extra chromosome and decided <laughs> it's Uniqlo, like the people say. Well, I have an extra chromosome, which makes me. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop. So yeah, that's offensive. Yeah. Good for going on with that joke. <laughs> Everyone knows it's okay for me to say it because I'm a comedian, and I'm just not funny. So no, I should just you're stop. not funny, which no. means that everyone takes you seriously. So when you say things about third chromosomes, people get offended and we get written up. Yeah, we get written up. But when we do from get written principal. up, we'll be looking good in our Nintendo shirts from yeah. Uniqlo. 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 You goddamn it. It's Uniqlo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to get this. Anyway, the shirts are really cool. It was, they're it's, all fan- it's like one clo. One clo. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway. Like you got to buy a bunch of clothes, but I'm going to walk out with just one clo. Because I can't so afford a lot of clothes. We went to the shirt store. <laughs> The shirt store. The Uniqlo. shirt store. And basically, Nintendo partnered with this company. If Chad, you want to say their name again, you can. Uh, the toilet store. Thank you. Uh, was that Steve Carell? No, that was Brick. Oh, and good reference back to the Brick, what I said earlier. I see what you did there. Dude, I see what you who did knew there. Steve Carell played a burrito bowl? <laughs> we are so off topic right now. <laughs> Hot Topic is a clothing store, and so is Uniqlo. So, good segue back into that. Nintendo partnered with that company, Hot Topic. You know what sounds like segue? Tom TV. Selleck. Who has a mustache? Not Chris Pratt. <laughs> so... There was a fan submissions for t-shirts with Nintendo-themed designs, and we picked up a few of them. Oh, they were fan submissions? They were fan submissions, yeah. Oh, that makes them even cooler. Right? So, you actually got very similar shirts that I did, because I picked them first. We got one fucking shirt that was the same. No, we got two. Did you get the... Oh, yeah, the Mario... But I picked out the Mario one first. I disagree. I think I picked all of them first. You're right. You said, I want every single shirt. Therefore, any shirt that I picked was copied. Exactly. I wanted all of them. But I couldn't get all of them. So we got... So both of us got the... It's a shirt that says, I am legend on it, which is Zelda related. (laughs) Yeah. It's got some phrases. It's also Will Smith related. It's also Will Smith related. It's got some rupees on it, some like 8-bit style like potions and arrows and stuff. Looks very cool. It says, it's "It's dangerous. Don't go alone. Take this. It's like... yeah. A lot of things on it are embroidered. They look really, they feel, they're really it's comfortable, It's kind of like too. on both nipples. Like on my right nipple, 
It's got like all the shine marks, you yep. know, like when you make a sun and it has little rays that shine. But yep. now this one's surrounding a rupee. Yes. But those shine marks are embroidered on my nipple. And the more I'm touching my nipple, the harder it gets. <laughs> and then on my left nipple, this one doesn't quite reach it, but there's one that says, take this. And I feel like that's like, it's a saying saying, take this. And it's as if I'm about to shoot milk out of my nipple. Or like Austin Powers, like shoot somebody with my nipple guns. I can't like, take s- this. <laughs> Mine are the same because my nipples are in odd locations. So I have really low way. and wide set nipples. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came from when I used to be very large, and then I shrank, but my skin didn't shrink. Mine are in the middle of my chest, touching each other. It's very bizarre. They're like kissing. Yeah, they're like they're kissing. they're not like touching each other side by side, but they are on the 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 valley, if you would. They're in the cleavage. valley. Yeah, and then as your boobs push together. They just go. No, they're not even being pushed together. Like they're just like my boobs are normal, right? Okay. For a man, and then they man boobs push. They they're like in like the middle, just like between. Like they're in like the cleavage area of of man boobs. Right. I don't understand how that's different from what I said. No, because you said like as they squish together, they're they're like they kind of like that's when they touch. They're already right. touching. Do you know what cleavage is? Yes, I know what cleavage. Me too. Is. Nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the other shirt that we got is. I guess, how do you describe this one? It's like, it has, like, mar- I got a Pikachu shirt. Yes. And it is a really dope-ass shirt. It's just a black shirt, and it's just one silver line. But it's all, like, Pikachu's being drawn with one continuous line. Yeah. And it's just the outline, and then it goes around the back, and his little tail goes squiggle, 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 into the back, and it forms a Nintendo logo. And it's dope as fuck. The other one that we uh, are sharing, because we, we get the we, same uh, shirt. On Mondays and Thursdays, I get this shirt. Yep. And then on Wednesdays and Saturdays, Holden gets it. Mm-hmm. And then on the other days, we go to the, the Ganges and we wash it together. <laughs> <laughs> and that one's got Mario on the nipple. <laughs> that surprised me as it came out of my mouth. <laughs> That's my favorite shirt, though. It's the coolest one. It it's, is cool. It's got Mario embroidered on the nipple. Uh, <laughs> that was a legit spit take. <laughs> and it's got all these. It's like a white t-shirt, but it's got all these like uh, patterns drawn in black line of like a star or like a mushroom. A but they're all so close born. together. It's like a continuous pattern across the whole shirt. Hold it's on, very is, cool this to, is this working still? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Yep. Sorry, the line is. I turned down the gain on it, and it just looks so tiny. And I'm worried it's not working again. No, we sound beautiful, Chad. I am beautiful. And then I got another shirt. It's basically just a white T-shirt with all these like cartoony, like Donkey Kong or Princess Peach. <laughs> and this guy says it looks like a baby shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked at it and I go, Yeah, it does. It does. It looks like the shirt, like a pattern that you would find on a onesie. Yep. It really does. Now that look at it, it really does. Wallet. <laughs> I like this shirt still. I'm going to continue wearing it because I enjoy it and it's comfortable. Comfortable. These are really nice, like super thick. They are awesome. Great, high quality T-shirts from really? 1995. Available at no 1450. Club. Yours were 1450. Yeah. Are you, did you get the baby shirts? No, I got the the, the men shirts. Really? I got the one for men. 1450, yeah. Why did I think I paid 1995? I don't know why, because I sp- I got three shirts and one for my brother and some socks, and it was like I got three shirts it was like around like 70 bucks. The or coolest so. fucking shirt was only for babies though. Yeah, which and I got for my brother. The Zelda shirt. Yeah. <sighs> really cool. I, here's the thing: it's really cool looking, but it's not really that Zelda. It just happens to have a Triforce on it and has a really cool, like almost like a landscape shot. It's, have you ever played Zelda? I have played Zelda. There was like a Majora's Mask, and there was like a forest. Yeah. But beyond that. So yeah, so 
We got some t-shirts, which is cool. I don't know if they're even still... There's some that are sold out. I was reading online that the Splatoon one is sold out already, we which is the, weird. We happened to just be in the loop on the day, and, we're, and I remembered, oh my god, mm-hmm. today's the day that they come out at Uniqlo. And yeah, there were we, people all over that wall. There was like, Yeah, there were a lot of people there. I was surprised, because we got there around like 5 at night, and yeah. there were still... Actually, not even like 6 at night, and there were still... So we went to go see there. Alien Kuanant. And we're not at a movie Kuanant. podcast, but I didn't like that movie. We're not a movie podcast, so you're going to redact that. Redact it. Redact I didn't like it. that movie. Redact it. It was the best alien movie in 30 years. I blooped it out. Good. Um. So yeah, I didn't expect to start our podcast that way. No, I didn't at all. I'm also we're like eight minutes into it. What games have you been playing, Chad? We don't even talk about hey, games yet. You talk about your game because my game's better. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see what my game is. I don't. What is your game again? So my game is called Tumble Seed. Yeah, my and game's I, better. It's my game because I made it. <laughs> It is made by the same guys who made Threes, which is a other favorite oh, game good. of mine on mobile. Please tell me Boost 2 is involved. It's not. Oh, but let's talk about Boost 2. Boo. <laughs> Tumble Seed is a, a roguelike game, so it changes almost every time you tell play it. Tell me what it. platform you're playing it on. Switch. Playing Switch, on Nintendo Switch. Obviously. It's also on PC as well. And basically, I guess the best way to describe it is that you are a seed moving <laughs> up a mountain. And you have to avoid... Is it... Hold on. Is it allegorical? No. Is it the journey of a sperm? You're literally just a seed going up a mountain. Is seed a euphemism? I don't think so. Please tell me there's sperm involved somehow. Sure, there's what keeps sperm the tumbleweed, involved somehow. What keeps the tumbleweed collected and, and together and congealed? So, it's a tumble seed. It's a seed, not a weed. It's a seed. Oh. Yeah. So, basically... Well, that's a very different, less sexual game. <laughs> you are a... a a seed moving up, and you control the seed by having it roll up and down this, excuse me, this line that you control. The only thing you control in the game is that line. And then the seed rolls on that Hold line. Hold on. Does this have... I, I have not seen any screenshots or video of this. Yeah. It's a 2D game. It's 2D. It's not, it's, it's not a tumbleweed game at all. It's not a tumbleweed with the name game. Seed. It has nothing to do with tumbleweeds. Nothing to do with tumbleweeds. Why did they name it Tumbleseed? Because you, you're a little seed. All I can picture down. is you doing motion controls through an old dusty western there, town. There is no motion controls. You control the line. Is the, with, is the mountain that you're moving up made of sand or is it like a lush green mountain? I am only on the first level because it's so goddamn hard and it is lush and green. I have to. This is not a tumbleweed game. No. you. They did a very bad job at this. <laughs> So I'm going to keep describing the game unless you want to keep interrupting me. I mean, you're talking about a sperm on a line. You, oh shit! That's not what I thought this looked like at all. The, it's very cartoony looking, and you're left what? This is not about tumbleweeds. This is a game called Tumble Seed, and it <laughs> has some deserts in it. Are and there eyeballs. deserts? I didn't even know. Oh, spoilers! You don't ruin Lots the game of holes. for me. If you have a fear of clusters, you'll hate this game. Each little area you go to it has all these holes that are obstacles. Okay, and monsters kind of flying around the holes. And you have to basically maneuver the seed to avoid the holes, and but you're rolling along this line, so you have to like, oh, it's just you have to like, your left stick will control the left side of the line, and your right stick controls the right side of the line, and like what level it's at. Uh, so you have to like tilt the left side down a little bit to have it roll this way, and then move your your right and left up so that as it's rolling, you're also moving up the mountain at the same time. It's it's a really hard game to describe. And it's also a very hard game to play. It's really hard. Does your seed accumulate mass? 
does not keep it any mass, but what will happen is you collect these little crystals and you plant those crystals in those eyes that you saw in the screenshot. And those eyes will give you either, um, depending on what kind of seed you are, you can change what kind of seed you are, different power-ups. Okay. And one seed <clears throat> is like a flagpole, so you can, that's like your your uh, checkpoint. So you'll respond there if you fall in a hole. Okay. Or one will give you more hearts so that you will kind of keep going. Another will give you uh, uh, like a, like, almost like a um, like a nail or like a, an arrow around you. So if enemies hit you, they'll hit that instead. And you don't get hurt. Okay. But you can also, and this kind of the roguelike concept comes into it, there are also additional power-ups you collect as you go up the mountain. But they're different every time you play it. I, so far, have not come across two of the same power-up. So you are a seed that plants crystals. That's ironic. You're a seed that plants other things. Yep. In eyeballs. Yeah. This game sounds hella stupid. It is awesome. It is really, really difficult, but it's it's like when I get past a part that it was really challenging. It's like that Dark Souls, where you beat that guy you couldn't beat because he's too fucking hard, and I can get past it. But the problem with this game is that once you get past that and then you die anyway because that's just how hard the game is, <laughs> when you restart, it restarts and then regenerates the world again. So it's like a new layout of all the holes, new enemies around you. So you can't just like memorize the pattern and go up again. You just have to legitimately get good at it. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you like this game more than you should because it's on your Switch and you have nothing else to play on your Switch? So I'm actually, it's a good question to ask, actually. It's got really good HD rumble. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying sarcastically, as you, as you roll, the HD rumble kind of like, you can tell how fast you're rolling based on the response of the HD rumble. Okay. And it works really, really well. It's kind okay. of it's kind of fun to play around with, actually. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. It, it's it's worth playing. I think it's worth playing. It's fifteen. I bucks. know it's worth playing. I just have to play the devil's advocate because it's funny and our relationship is funny and we banter. <laughs> Tell me your shitty game, Chad. Was it Farpoint? Yeah, it's Farpoint, and it's the fucking coolest game on the planet. And you have a gun and you shoot spiders. And you know what? I'm not gonna play devil's advocate because it is cool. Thank you. No problem. I love you, man. Don't you put that voodoo on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Shake and bake. Uh, I was actually just having a thought in my head today. I was like, you've achieved true friendship when you don't have to caveat I love you with man. You can just tell a dude you love him. Yeah, that's, that's totally true. There's like no homo, dude, but I love you. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah you, you don't have to do say that, no yeah. homo. Full on yeah. homo. I love full, you. Full on homo. Full on dick in my mouth. I love <laughs> you, man. <laughs> uh, hi, guys. I played Farpoint. It's good. It's good. It's, it's really good. So freaking good. Um, so it's a it's Sony's new peripheral is really the reason this game exists, and it is. And what is the new peripheral? The Chad? new peripheral for per, 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 the new parable. New parable. Stanley's parable. The Stanley's parable says. I was just thinking that, and you said it, and then I said it just after you said oh it. Oh my god! Not to copy you. That is. Just oh my crazy. god! Whoa. It's like we both are wearing shirts. <laughs> That have Nintendo characters on them. Oh my gosh! Wow. Um. Yeah. It's the. I'm talking about Sony now. Talking about Nintendo. Farpoint VR shooter gun. It's a gun. Gun power shooter. It's a light gun. It's not a light gun. Can I see it actually? You can see it. Anyway, it's super freaking cool. It's basically like the super scope for your PlayStation VR. Uh, but it's not like a shell that you put a move controller into. It itself has a whole shit ton of accelerometers and gyroscopes. All of the buttons are on it. It has the little clown nose on the end to track in VR. But that is a new peripheral. Thanks for turning on my PlayStation. Awesome. Uh, it's a new peripheral that has already five games that you can play with it, including some kind of dancing Latino game. Is there the really PSN. a dancing game involved with this? Uh, there is a game on the PSN called uh, Latino Dance or something like that that 
that says this light VR gun is required to play. <laughs> I have a feeling it's a typo, and maybe it's VR is required instead of the gun. But that's really funny. Um, yeah. So this gun is cool as shit. Uh, it doesn't look like something that you'd be like. You look at that and you're like, oh. Yeah, if I hold that, it's going to feel like I'm holding a gun. But then you get into the game, and the way that it maps the gun over top of your gun, it absolutely feels natural and amazing, and it feels like you're holding that gun in your hands. I remember you made a point about saying this when you were playing, and I noticed this too, in that when you hold the gun without playing the game, you're like, this thing's kind of cheap and kind of like lame. Not cheap, but like, it's not lame, but I don't know the right word, but like, it's not a gun. No, it's it's not a gun at all. It's absolutely not a gun, but then you're, you're in the game. It's a gun. Yep. And when you look at it in the VR, like it responds as if you're turning it around and stuff, and it's a gun, and you just buy that it's a gun. It's very cool. Yep. Uh, so Farpoint VR, I've played it for about an hour and a half, uh, and it's it's a game where you're on a planet. I've I've read reviews that said it's, it has a pretty cool story to it, but I was just so freaking obsessed with the VR that I was screaming and talking and shouting instead of paying attention to what they were saying. So I'm probably <laughs> going to go back and replay it anyway, but... The gameplay of it is so freaking cool. It's, I hesitate to say it's a light gun game, no, or an on rails. It's not really on rails. It is a very linear path that you're taking yeah. on this planet. Uh, but the enemies kind of are on rails a little bit. They pop out from different areas. You fuck, you it's shoot. Not, no, it's not on rails. Um, what game was it? Uh, Dawn Blood, Blood Rush. Right? Was name? that's definitely you're on rails shooting shit. But yeah, these, this is kind of like it because. Obviously, with PlayStation VR, there's no camera behind you. Yeah. So if you turn 360 degree, or 180 degrees behind you, the the end of the gun gets lost. So you'll notice the enemies, if they accidentally jump behind you, they'll run back in front of you. I, I did notice that, yeah. Uh, I think that's... I think I would just... It's like a single path more than it is Yeah. Like on rails. Because on rails implies it's moving for you. You control the the game. Yeah. I, could you? No, I know you can't physically turn around in the game, but you do have you camera can. controls on the on the gun. Oh, you can. You can. Visit, yeah, I can but turn like, around. Okay, it might not track the gun, but it can track my headset. But if you were to like actually like turn around in the game, you just yeah. use the controller to do that. Like on the 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 gun, there's a joystick that you can use to like, turn around with that. Right. No, the default controller setup mm-hmm. is that you cannot control rotation with the with the the gun. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I turned future. that on. Gotcha. Yeah. I uh, actually liked having that on a lot. I did too. That felt VR, more natural. One thing I love that VR developers are doing is that they're giving you so many options of ways to you play this game. You have to, though. Yeah, just because it's a little bit different for everyone. One thing I noticed in this game, and maybe I'm just an idiot and I don't remember this in other games, yeah. is that it, it asks for your height. Yeah, it did. It asked for your height so you can adjust that so you can be as tall as you are. Oh, by the way, the part where you were like, uh, these people feel seven foot five or something like that. Mm-hmm. I found out that, yes, you are just supposed to be like, an observer in there. You're not an actual person in there. You were okay. just observing, uh, observing a scene. That so you were before. playing as one of those people, essentially. No, but you're observing a conversation they had, not okay. as a human being, but just as if you were in the room. As, this, as the spirit as of a loved one watching them. Yeah. Uh, so what makes this game awesome? I mean, if you played it on a TV, or you you can technically play it with a Dual Shock, it would be a kind of lame, very linear, like repetitive shooter. But the, when you put it in VR, shooting these spiders and then the giant spiders that spit shit at you and if you shoot it out of the air, like these mechanics we've seen so many times before, but when it's in VR, it is so fresh feeling 
and it feels more right than any playing any video game or shooting in any video game has ever felt. I would agree with you 100% on that. Uh, so much so that like when you hold the gun up to your eye or up to your, your VR face mask, you can see through the scope and you get a reticle that appears on the screen. That's one of the coolest things. There's no like, what is it like, you usually hold down L or something like that and yep. pull up and see crosshairs doesn't it's just it's just there yeah and it's cool too because there's a moment where like there are these monsters that'll they'll shoot um these like big exploding balls at you yep and you just like follow it up in the air and then shoot it yeah you gotta shoot and it out of the those air before things it hits you. are always so hard for me in just i'm just using a joystick yeah but it's so natural it's like oh it's there boom it's gone it feels so good yeah it's extremely satisfying another really badass thing is the way you switch guns so about 30 to 45 minutes you into this game yep. Uh, you get not only an assault rifle with a rocket launcher attached to it, but you also get a shotgun with a grenade launcher on it. And you switch between guns by just kind of like pushing your controller up vertically over your shoulder and bringing it back down. So you just kind of throw it over your shoulder and bring it back. And it is so... You feel like such a badass when you're just like shooting these baby spiders with your assault rifle. You just quickly go, switch your shotgun and blast these bigger spiders in the face and then you just switch back to your other one. It is... This makes you feel so freaking powerful, so cool. This is this is what I'm very excited about for VR. This is the future mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It's the if Res- see like Resident Evil is a really good demonstration of VR, but it also was not a VR only game, right? Whereas this is the first like this is VR only, correct? Yes. Yeah, it's the first VR only game to me that's it feels like it's gonna have an impact in terms of like this is, or sets a standard almost. Yeah. The and the. I think the controller itself is what I'm most excited for mm-hmm. because... You don't have to have the controller to play the game. You don't have to. No, you can do it with a DualShock 4, but you're kind of missing the point because Farpoint, all it is really is a reason to show off this new gun peripheral that Sony has developed and is going to use going forward in a bunch of new games mm-hmm. because, I mean, using the Move controllers is pretty cool. Using the Oculus Touch controllers or using the HTC Vive controllers feels really great and natural, but... You can't recreate the feeling of a gun with those. No. And if you were going to do first-person shooter type stuff in VR, this is absolutely the most exciting thing that I've, I've felt in a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited to see the future of that. And I'm actually super excited. I'm hoping at E3 that they announce more of these kind of like VR enhancing features, whether it is new motion control, like new move controllers, like upgraded ones that aren't 10 years old, or like extra mm-hmm. peripherals similar to this gun that just makes... VR so much more compelling. Yeah, we'll have to see. It's what was it? How many years after, or when was it after Vita came out that Sony just like stopped talking about Vita? And it was like I feel like it was about two or three years. Okay, that it came out, and then the, they they pretty much said, "Hey, we will not support this in a first party manner anymore going forward." Either so, because VR. It, What's the what's the size of VR? Because it seems like it's getting sold out all the time. Yeah. But I keep hearing how VR is not doing great, but you just can't find PSVR anywhere. Yeah, it's so like, difficult to find. Interesting about this thing, I had to track one of these down. So it came out on Tuesday, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll pick one up. Maybe I'll go to GameStop on Wednesday or something like that. On Tuesday night, I was looking. You couldn't find it at a GameStop anywhere. I had to travel all the way to Wisconsin if I wanted to get it a couple hours wow. away. And then I was like, okay, maybe I'll order one for Amazon, have it shipped here by the weekend, and I can play it. Can't get it on Amazon for less than 140 bucks. The bundle, the gun, and the game itself is 80 bucks. 
Uh, and I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, all right, let's try Best Buy. Couldn't find it anywhere in Chicago. I did Target, and there were seven in stock at one near work. So at 8 a.m. the next day, I biked down to Target, picked <laughs> one up, brought it back to work. Um, so yeah, it's this thing. I don't know whether that's a, hey, we launched this game and we didn't have it anywhere and for some reason Target got a bunch, or whether it is Yeah, like they didn't have confidence out. it would sell super yeah, well. Yeah, because I don't... I, it, whatever happens with VR at E3 will tell us how Sony thinks they're doing. Yeah. If they talk about it a lot, they think they're doing great. And I actually think they are doing a good job. It, this wasn't going to blow up the way people expected it to. Right. It was going to blow up for the people who cared about it. It's exciting for those people. Like, you are huge into VR. You're Love super it. excited about VR. I get a big old boner. You're going to buy a PlayStation 4 Pro just to have a better yeah. VR experience. I mean, eventually I'm going to get the LG C6 OLED TV. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be delicious in 4K and amazing and OLED and the PS4 show will be great on it. Oh, yeah. I but, said PS4 show. Yeah. But in, but for VR in the meantime, but I feel like outside of people who are, who are playing VR a lot and really get it, it's still not attracting that huge audience yet. Yeah. But, the, but like the difference, I guess, we were just talking about Vita is that like I don't think that Vita thing is going to happen with VR where like Sony starts to like not talk about it after a while and they spend like two minutes at E3 being like, here's a little sizzle reel of stuff that we have coming and then never mention it again for the rest of, of well, E3. Like VR, VR in an, in, as a technology is still in its infancy. Absolutely. Like yeah. obviously Vita. Yeah. They came out balls to the wall. Here's uncharted. Here's Killzone, mm-hmm. things like that. But handhelds were an established thing. Games were an established thing, but VR is so new. And they, if you think about the timeline of things, First of all, in the first year, Sony said, hey, yeah, we're going to take a year to just throw out a bunch of little tech demos with a bunch of shit, see yeah. what sticks, see what works well in VR, well, what They don't even know what's going to work, really. Right. And They're, then when they find that out, they have to then develop games for that. So it's going to take a few years. I don't you know think jumping in, it's going to be Well, this also has any period. gaming generation. Like, what was one of the best years for, like, PS3 and, like, Xbox 360? 2009? <laughs> years after those systems came out because it takes time for these things to happen we won't see like really incredible like this is what vr was always intended to do experiences until 2019 2020 right it will be a while i'm fine waiting but i'm that's why i'm waiting to get a vr headset until then yeah although i'm I'm getting pretty tempted i might i might jump jump the boat pretty soon it's not i mean it's it's not really not that expensive it's not i mean for playstation vr at least yeah, but I'm also thinking about at some point. This is a new announcement of the gaming podcast, and for you too, I think. I'm thinking about getting getting into like a, a gaming rig for like a PC gaming rig. Okay, and maybe that would be my VR platform. Maybe I don't know yet, or maybe Xbox Scorpio, or maybe Xbox Scorpio. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, but I'm definitely looking thinking about getting a gaming PC. Okay, I mean, if you do that, I won't talk to you anymore. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, fuck you, man. Yeah, good luck troubleshooting Windows and I your take, drivers. I take back my I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was very fragile to begin with, apparently, if that's, <laughs> that's all it took. <laughs> so, yeah, I love Farpoint. Farpoint is, is awesome. I can't yeah. wait to beat it. Apparently, it's like a four- or five-hour experience. I'm probably going to play it multiple times. Um, but I just love that everything that's so simple on a regular game that would seem mundane in a regular 2D experience, you put mm-hmm. in VR, and it's just mind-blowing. Yeah. That's, wh- that's why I'm really excited. Once we yep. do get into like actually fully developing whole games that would be compelling on a 2D screen. Yeah. Does that make you just become a vegetable and you're no fucking idea. dead for the rest of your life? I just, euphoria. I think that, and Farpoint's an example of this, Farpoint would not be a good 2D game. 
like no. on the TV at all. No. The, it just goes right down what you're saying about like, the enemies and how enemies, when they go behind you, will jump in front of you. Can you imagine how ridiculous it would be if you were playing like, Gears of War and every time someone snuck behind you, they would then just go find cover in front of you somewhere? Yep. <laughs> like hide over there? That'd be absurdly stupid. It'll never, it'll never happen in a 2D game like that. So is that just how VR games are going to work? Or is it like tech, we'll figure out the technology and make it so that like you know turning your head around to shoot an enemy behind you is not going to make you as dizzy, so it'll just start working. I don't know, but it might just be that there are some games that just will always be VR only, and there's no way it could work in a 2D experience. Possibly, we'll see. Time will tell. 2019, 2020. Let's look forward to it. 2020, next election. I vote for VR. <laughs> I vote for a virtual America where I can make my own decisions and have whoever I want for president. I'm sorry I said that, whoever. That I meant could whomever. be an option one day, actually. Yep. That'd be cool. So. That's what we've been playing this week. Oh, my God. We spent so much time on we that. Did. Oh, I found another shrine in Zelda. <gasps> and so I found my first that. great fairy. And I'm yeah, pretty I, sure she I, was a drag queen. I introduced you to the Great Fairy. You I did. You that. said, what was her name? Majus? Maja? Maji? Meji? Mm, I don't know. Mehi? Great Fairy? Mehi? Edgar The Great Mehi. Fairy of the Akala region? Which is funny, that's your first the one. The Wolves of Kala. The oh my god, Dark Kala. Tower. I am so wet for that movie. Again, Chad, this is not a movie podcast. Stop talking about Alien in Holden your movies. Michael. Pardo. What's your middle name? I knew this. Hold on. It's something about presidents. I have two middle names. Alberto. Alberto. <laughs> President Alberto. Lincoln Memorial. After, Holden the, after the slaves were freed. <laughs> President Alberto. What are your middle names? John Adams. Adams. Adams, Adams is one of them. Adams. Adams plural? Adams plural because I'm related Why to John Adams. Why is Adams plural one of your middle names? Because I'm related to John Adams and John Quincy Adams. So? Okay. Adams like, is a last name. Yeah. Adam is a first and a middle name. What's your other one? Christopher. Christopher. That's not presidential. No, it's not. Why did they name you that? Christopher uh, was my uncle, but not an uncle I knew. He was a miscarriage. Oh my gosh! And that was the my middle name, Michael. It comes from uh, an uncle that died at like age five days or something. Yeah. That's is, so do, you, do you feel personally that's kind of like messed up? Like, oh, thank you. You named me after the one who didn't make it. I don't know. It's always been weird to me. Well, that's really morbid. <laughs> it's really well, it's, that's how I got the name. Maybe there's like, oh god, I really don't want this one. I, as much bad luck as we want, let's name it that. Christopher, yeah, get it out. And to give him some good luck, a president. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did I play anything else this week? I don't think I played anything. I actually did play some stuff today. What did you play uh, today? So I watched uh, Jason Bourne, right? Why did you and do that? It was I told you it was good. the worst fucking movie. It was really bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. We're not a movie podcast, but Jason Bourne was a fucking abysmal film. Can I? Can I? Eat, right, two things about the movie that really bothered me. One, the car chase is in a Dodge Charger. He's supposed to be in some like crappy car. He just found. Like, he's in a taxi cab in the, the third one because he just that's the car he had access to. Yep. So he got it and he, he knew how to take advantage of it. And this is like he's in a Dodge Charger. Give me a break. That doesn't like he's not supposed to be in a new cool car. It's just not how it's supposed to work. The other thing is that CEO character that like feels really bad that the he let the CIA access the back door and some of that felt really bad about it. He was the worst character. He was so bad. Yeah. The part where he, this is a total spoiler for the movie, but at the end of the movie, he's just like at this like tech conference and he goes, guys, just so everyone in the audience is aware, I feel really bad about this, but the CIA has a backdoor access to my system. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, the CEO would never say that. He would patch it. 
fix it and then let people know about it. Not just like announce that his his software is is tainted and that everyone should stop using it. Also, every fucking shot in that movie was an extreme close up and it made everything impossible to follow. No, so and the fight all right. scenes were so so fucking obnoxious so, to watch. So, no. All right, I'm going to I'm going to play devil's advocate on that one. No, you That's can't. That's how every Bourne movie has been. No, this one in particular was so hard to follow what the fuck was going on on the screen because everything was so <laughs> zoomed in like Do you, an idiot. Did you see like an action sequence in like the Bourne identity? He just yes. he moves so fast so close I you can't see it. I enjoy those All right. Films. We're not a game, we're not a video game podcast. We're not a movie podcast. Let's stop talking about <laughs> movies, okay? Stop talking about movies, Chad. What happened this week so, in so, gaming so, no, no no so i'm going with this is i watched jason Bourne and said you want to let this makes you want to play makes you want to play hitman <laughs> so he played hitman because that reminds me of jason Bourne. i played hitman for like several hours on saturday and it was awesome nice. I'm, I'm i'm so glad that game's not going to be or we're going to get future iterations of that game you don't know what the future so, holds they've said season two is coming you are also season two hold on tell me a news story i got some news stories for you i think i've got some yeah Oh, shit. My list is all kind of mingled with last week's. I forgot to delete all the last week's shit out of here. I got good news for you, Chad. Yeah, tell me about it. Following delays, South Park The Fractured Butthole is oh, finally coming yes. this October. I know oh, you'd be super man. excited about that one. I fucking... I mean, that game was almost delayed a year now, but it's going to be so good. I cannot fucking wait to play that game. I laughed more until I was crying. Like That is legitimately the funniest game I've ever played. South Park Stick of Truth. It's also considered the best licensed game of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Now oh, that the bar God. is very high on that one. Yeah, uh, so, so good. It was so delicious. What do you got for me, Chad? That's what a dinosaur sounds like. I thought that was Breath of the Wild. No, this is Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I'm going to click on the story that says, oh, hey. Was it Variety? No. Wall Street Journal is reporting that Nintendo is developing a Legend of Zelda game for iPhone. I don't have that story. Really? I don't. I actually forgot about that story this week. It's because you're a dumb bitch. I'm super curious what this is going to be. It's either going to be like Bejeweled, but with rupees. <laughs> no, I really want it to kind of be I don't in the vein of that. like the, the Hitman Go or the Lara Croft Go games. And you're it's, just kind of going through dungeons, fighting enemies, and getting treasure like that. I guess I'm hoping it's going to be some sort of small-scale puzzle game that is reminiscent to puzzles in other Zelda games. But I, I hope it is a an augmented reality Link's crossbow training too. <laughs> That's what I hope. That would, and please, you shoot no. your friends in the face. I would rather have <laughs> Triforce Heroes camera. too. Oh no, that's so perfect. I, I do think that. That is when they announced they're going to do mobile games. That was the one where I was, I had I had the least idea of what it could have been. Yeah, like Animal Crossing, I think actually tailors itself very well to mobile. Mario is that out yet? No, no. but it, it, they've said it's coming. Happy Fire Emblem that makes sense. Mario that makes sense. Mario's going to come anyway. I don't know what they can do with Zelda on mobile. I don't want them to do. I like just a 2D told Zelda you. Game. An augmented reality, shoot your friends in the face, Link's crossbow training too. Fine, that's exactly what it's going to be. And they can spell a, sell a special iPhone case that you just put your iPhone into and it turns it into a real crossbow so you can actually shoot arrows at them. I think it's going to come out this year. I think you're going to come out this year. I think it'll come out this I year. I love you. Thanks, Chad. I love you too. Full on homo. <laughs> come out this year. Coming out this year. Speaking of not coming out this year, hey, 
Did you know that Sega is planning to revive all of its major IPs leading up to the year 2020? In a document titled Road to 2020, released on March 31st of the end of the fiscal year. Uh, yeah, so they're just bringing back all of their shit. So, Sega, what do they have now that is still... Jet Set Radio. Jet Set Radio. Oh, good. That's a game that I really wanted to like, but it didn't. Really killer. So. Uh, I don't really know. Uh, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. They fucked that up 300 well, okay, times. Okay, so that's kind of weird for this. So, there are Sonic Rivals, right? They must not have a lot of faith in Sonic Rivals. Or what's the new one coming out? Not Sonic Rivals. Sonic, Sonic Forces. Forces and Sonic Mania. They must not have a lot of faith in those games. So they're talking about rebooting it at some point. In yes. the next, well, really, two and a half years, really. Um, Speaking oh, of, I guess Persona Five. That's not Sega. Is, Sega Sammy's recently released financial results were positive regarding the company's performance in games with the launch of Total Warhammer, Total War Warhammer, and Persona Five, plus continued robust sales for Fantasy they must Star own Online Atlas, Two. Then. Fantasy Star Online Two. That came out for Vita in Japan on 9,000 years ago. A, 9,000 years ago. And it was supposed to come west in English, and it never did. And I've been waiting that, for I that game. I think you, you stated the reason already, though. What system was it on? The only portable system that matters in the world now. The Vita. The, Vita. the only <laughs> one that matters. <laughs> Step aside, Nintendo Switch and 3DS. Yeah. The Vita is here for you. Uh, I have another game that's not coming out until 2020 as well. Go. And that is that Ubisoft clarifies the Avatar release window. Yeah. So <laughs> the team that made The Division is making an Avatar game. That's been news for a little while now. But they've said that the new game is not going to come out until the fiscal year 21, which basically means at some point after April 2020. Hold on, hold on. Sorry. There's a a page from this docu- from Sega's financial road to 2020 document. And it has on the left-hand side it says digital game field, on the right-hand side it says packaged game field. Guess what its first goal in the digital game field is? Oh, please tell me. Create titles that will become global hits. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking course. That's what every company yeah. wants to do. Uh, sorry, no, no, no. Let's not be too lofty. Let's go for something that maybe attracts a few interested parties, and then we'll branch <laughs> from there. Okay. Oh that's, my god! That's so stupid. <laughs> no wonder Sega fucking fails. <laughs> what kind of game do you want us to make, boss? I don't know. A good one. One that's going to attract a lot of people. Make it. Make me a game that people will play. <laughs> okay. Do you want it to be Sonic Jet Set Radio? What were you thinking? Hey, what were you talking about? I wasn't listening. Avatar. Avatar. Oh, yeah. See, so Avatar is going to be uh, coming out in 2020, probably to correspond with Avatar 2. And that's they... the same studio that did Division. Yes, I just said Ubisoft. that because you were listening to me, apparently. What does Ubisoft stand for? Ubisoft? Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Stands for Ubiquitous Software. Does it really? So it's Ubisoft. Interesting. It's not Ubiquitous. Ubisoft. <laughs> mm-hmm. I say that. That's all. I, I just, I don't know. I think this story is interesting because they describe, how do they describe it? They said, Avatar is one of the biggest and most powerful entertainment brands. There's been one movie. No, there's one movie. And it came out. And a whole wing of the Disney theme park or Universal Studio. No, it's Disney now? Who owns it? Ah, uh, Disney. No. I don't know. There's a theme park that's yeah. having an Universal. Is it? I don't think it's Universal. Is Maybe it? it's Universal. What other theme park is? It's not Disney. Uh, Dude, if Disney had Star Wars and Avatar. Avatar theme park. Google. Anyway, the, the point is, oh, yeah, good. I take that's orc. the number one. It's the number one movie. It is. It's Disney and Animal Kingdom. There's really? Pandora. Yep. 
wow, those lucky bastards have Avatar and Star Wars. And Marvel. And Marvel. But like And wow. Disney themselves. And Disney. They have Disney themselves. <laughs> oh, but, they're the biggest company on the planet. I I'm sorry, but I don't get me wrong, yeah. Avatar was the number one movie yeah. of all time in gross, right? Yeah. Is it the biggest entertainment brand or no, one of the biggest? Absolutely no, not. I'm really curious. Marvel Cinematic Universe. They said that their other Avatar game they made was profitable, which couldn't that have been mean that anything. profitable. Otherwise, they would have been saying that a lot differently. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's our most profitable game yet, or they'll have some sort of like you know big most profitable game yet. Like it sold you know this many units or something like that. If you said yeah, it's profitable, <laughs> it just passed. Didn't lose money. Didn't lose money. Hey, speaking of Harvest Moon, <laughs> there's a new Harvest Good Moon. Good segue. Yeah, I'm full of them. <laughs> oh, do you remember that burrito bowl I ate? It's coming out as a poop soon. Uh, this new will be Harvest a short Moon podcast. game announced for, get this, Switch, PC, and PS4. I wonder if they're going to bundle the PC and PS4 version together. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, Xbox, for some reason, is not getting this new Harvest Moon. Now, Harvest Moon, you guys may remember, was the reason why I got my second Game Boy Color after I lost the first, because I couldn't tell the difference between the egg and the carpet on the black and white Game Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I guess those of you who like Sidu Valley... Sidu? Sidu? Sudoku Valley? Is it Sidu? Stardew. Stardew. That's the one. Sidu, that's a, a jet ski. I also had no idea what you were talking about for a little bit. Stardew <laughs> Valley. Like, like, Stardew is, he Valley. Ta- is he talking about is he having I guess a stroke like right a harvest, now? Like the best version of Harvest Moon ever, so I hope this is better than that. I've never played either one, but I'll probably get this on the Switch I've if I get it for free. I've never played Harvest Moon before. You're not going to get it for free. You're you gonna don't pay know money that. For that. Okay. You don't know that. Maybe I'll get enough gold coins that I can get a 30% discount three times and con it somehow. I don't know. How does the Nintendo Switch store work? I don't think Nintendo knows. That sounded like you might have a digestive issue. <laughs> that was the weirdest burp That was ever. so weird. It was like a gargly, like, liquidy burp because I just drank water. Very good. Hey, I want to keep talking, so I'm going to go on another story. Speaking of Ubisoft, did you mention this already? No. I mentioned you Ubisoft not. in the last one. Uh, they had their sales, not sales call, their fiscal year earnings report, mm-hmm. and they confirmed a bunch of things. First of all, they confirmed that Assassin's Creed and Far Cry will be returning this year. Far Cry 5, so it's not like it's a prime. Another one, too. I have, I, have, I have the story as well. There's one more game. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Okay. They will return in the 2017 to 2018 fiscal year release window. Uh, South Park Butthole. And The Crew. Yep. And The Crew. So that must have sold more than the three copies everyone thought it sold. Yeah, I was going to say The Crew, I was very surprised to see on this list. Assassin's Creed... Coming this year. Surprise. In the fall. Far Cry, I think it's going to be like a February game. Well, it has to be before March 31st, 2018. So It'll come out in like February. Because Primal came out in January, I believe, when that came out. And it, I think that's going to fit in that like Horizon Zero Dawn time frame. Yeah, yeah. That would Did you sense. see the, uh, the new Assassin's Creed logo? It's kind of a gold I did one. Not. The rumor is that it's Egypt. And of course, I think there was something like somebody somewhere put it together and 11 of the 12 assassin's creed games have all leaked early yeah <laughs> isn't that crazy oh yeah uh so yeah it's it's leaked i can't remember that it's egypt i can't remember where i was watching this but there was someone on youtube talking about i think it was the no do you watch the no 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 they <laughs> no. Huh. 
And they were saying uh, that it's we're, we're unsure if these leaks are confirmed or not, but it's Assassin's Creed, so it's probably legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> there was one Assassin's Creed, I think it was Black Flag, where it knows Unity. Unity leaked on an airplane. The guy was working on his presentation on a plane, and the person behind him was taking pictures of like of all the slides and stuff. I actually think it was a very similar story for Black Flag, except the, it, the guy was like, hey. Do you like Assassin's Creed? Yeah, I do. Psst, this is the new one. <laughs> and he shows him on the plane and he's like, okay, cool. And then the guy's like, I think this one actually, I may be, this is like hearing it from somewhere and it's going through a phone tree before it gets to me. But I'm pretty sure the story of this one is the kid went on NeoGAF and is like, guys, I just got this guy on a plane. He showed me there's a I new one and it's this. pirates and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And he was like, you're a fucking idiot. No, it's not. Shut up, blah, blah, blah. And then like three months later, they announced it. And he's like, I told you. <laughs> What's the confidentiality policy at Ubisoft like? Did whatever. Holden, it's Ubisoft? Ubi. Ubiquitous Ubisoft. software. Ubisoft. Far Cry, five, bug you. Far Cry 5 has a red, white, and blue outline. So that might be in America. Maybe. Do you like to live in America? Do I you love like to play games America. about places you already live? Well, great. Far Cry 5's coming to you. Or any Grand Theft Auto game. Do you like cars and drive into towers? Crew 2, y'all. Cool. Do you Pumped. like fucking hilarious games with great humor starring little kids in superhero outfits? South Park Fractured Butthole. They got everything for you. They got everything. Do you know who might have something dragon-related for you? What's a dragon-related thing that somebody might have for me? Microsoft might be bringing Scalebound back. No, they're not. They just don't want other people to use the name. So they have they renew this to the trademark. Why would they not want people to use the name, though, if they're not going to do anything with that, that well, franchise? Well, what if people who don't know it's canceled, and then somebody puts out a piece of shit Scalebound game, and then they're like, oh, fuck, Microsoft's new Scalebound game sucks. I'm like, no, guys, it's not ours. We canceled it, I promise. Well, that's fair. That's a good point. They yeah. renewed it. That was yeah, they made the trademark. That was, that was uh, definitely not coming back. Also, because I think their partnership with Beats got cut off. So, I made that up right now. Yeah, they don't have a partnership with Beats. Hey, I got one more story. What do you got? Tell me. I don't. I don't know. I don't count. What am I? A third grader? I've got a lot more stories. I one, just surprised the and I saw that I've talked about these stories already. And there's one I haven't talked about, so I have one more story. Left. I've got one, two, three, four, five stories. I'm gonna go for a couple. And then I'll let you talk. You go for it. And then I'm going to take back over the talking pillow. Yeah. Um, we had a talking pillow back and forth. First of all, have you seen Injustice 2 just came out? Yep. I'm getting a phone call from my best friend in the whole world. I'm sorry, best friend, Kanan Cox. You've got to go goodbye. Uh, la, 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 la. What am I saying? Oh, Injustice 2 came out. Uh, Injustice 1. Super fun fighting game. Mm-hmm. I've never really been able to justify spending $60 on a fighting game, though. But I had a lot of fun with it when it was free on PlayStation Plus. Have you seen the facial animations in Injustice 2? I have. They are some of the best facial animations I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Even in like a CGI movie. They're Maybe fantastic. I should watch them again. They're fantastic. And the fact that they're in a fighting game and they're in dumb storylines between fights where you're throwing sharks at people is amazing. I should check that out. And in a world where Bioware can't fucking make a person stand up like a normal erect human being, and instead they're crawling around like a fucking (laughs) crab on the ground, making their eyes look like little baby doll eyes, and yet Injustice has the best facial animations I've seen in a video game, is crazy. So you guys should look it up. It's a story on Kotaku. I mean, like, 
Okay. In this gif here, look at Harley Quinn's face as she's talking. This is on Kotaku. Like, you don't yeah. see that in a video game. Those are really good. You can, like tell she's chewing gum. Yeah. Like, there's no gum I can visibly see, but I can tell she is chewing gum because, like, yeah, that's looks like was going to chew gum. Great. They're it's fucking really impressive. great. Honestly, who's the one to her left as well? Because her eye movement is also very <sighs> impressive. Know, let me see it. This is. Like her, uh, her eyes are just very surprisingly lifelike for video. Uh, poison Ivy, I think. Um, but their hair all looks like trash. <laughs> so they got one thing right. They get Square Enix on that one. Combine them together, and they got it all together. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. Uh, sticking with Kotaku. Kotaku. Nope. Is I don't that Kotaku? Oh, Gizmodo. Are you ready? Yeah. Is Y'all that Gizmodo? Gizmodo. I'm just pronouncing everything right How now. How fast can you have your bags packed from Milan? Do you know what Resident Evil is? No, never heard of it before. Do you know that it is the most successful video game movie adaptation franchise? Yes, I didn't know that. And that it has earned $1.2 billion mm-hmm. worldwide. Across six movies. Across six movies. Which really means each Do one made Do you know million. that they are rebooting with another six movie collection, Resident Evil? <laughs> They're going to make another series? They are making another six movie series oh. of Resident Evil. Not Starling Milojovovich. Milojovovich. That one. And uh, apparently not also written by uh, Paul W.S. Anderson. That's like the other good. six were. Four of them were directed I bet by they're going to go for a more subtle, intimate horror movie. These were, these, these were not good. But oh, they were awful. They just released Resident Evil, the final chapter. It bombed. This year. Yeah. And then there are Variety is reporting that there are plans to make a six-movie reboot. And who the be, fuck plans six and, movies? And who is it will Marvel? be a cinematic universe of <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil movies. Oh, man. That was a better burp than your burp. Yeah, my burp was weird. It sounded sad. So I really kind of only have two more stories, and one of them is kind of a half a story. So tell me a story. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo had a lot to talk about with ARMS. This yeah. Week. Oh, yeah. There was a direct. An ARMS direct. They had an ARMS direct. Really announced two things. They had the Splatoon single player mode. They What's most off. important that they announced? Keep going. Sorry. I'll let you know when it's the most important thing. Okay. The there was a lot of in, in arms, a lot more of showing off who the characters are, like what different combinations you can get with the characters with the with their mitts and their their arms, if you will. Oh. Um, or their hair if they fight with their hair. That's true. Their hair. And I think the thing that really surprised me the most about this was how much single player content there really is in this game. There were a lot of modes, and they look super fun. There's your standard fighting one-on-one mode. Yeah. There's going to be three that I remember right now. One was... Excuse me. One was a mode where you and the other fighter are sitting on opposite sides of, of the arena, and these, like, targets will shoot up out of the ground. And you have to punch them before your opponent does to get the points that way. But you might have, like, a good curve with your arm... That gives it, gives it like a lot more targets at once. It's kind of like who knows how to best maneuver. You can also punches. punch your opponent to take them out yep. while you're punching the other targets. It looks that one looks really fun, but the other two I think are even more fun. One's basketball, where you each other are the ball you're trying to score. So, so you, have to dunk each you have to dunk each other through the hoop, which just looks sounds like so much fun. And the other one is volleyball. You're gonna play volleyball with the net and everything, and you're literally just punching the ball back and forth, and you can punch across the other player's side as well. This, that looks so clever. That and does fun. give a little bit more 
value. The game seemed kind of shallow to me at at first. Yeah. And this is again, I, if I don't, if I can't justify spending sixty dollars on Injustice, then I'm not gonna be able to spend sixty dollars on Arms. But this I can't is wait a little more enticing. I know it looks fun, but I'm not gonna spend sixty bucks on it. I mean, I'm gonna get it, so you're gonna play it. I'm right. Force absolutely. You to play it. And then we'll use the share play feature. Oh wait. <laughs> So there's that. There's also some um, online modes. There's like a ranked uh, online where every fight you gain a point, and if you lose, you lose a point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's also just a casual mode where you go into a lobby with 20 people and you're just kind of fighting each other or going to mini games and playing with others. just looks like fun. I think that game's going to be awesome. I can't wait. It'll definitely be hella fun. Travis, who was on our uh, – on, he was our first guest. What episode was that? A little while ago Episode now. 8? Yeah, 8 sounds right. Ep- and he – we say he got to play ARMS at one of the Nintendo events, and he said the motion controls are rock solid and feel really, really good. You know what else is rock solid? What's rock solid? I was going to make an erection joke, but then I said, said to myself, that's going to be really inappropriate. But then I still said erection on the podcast. Yeah, you did say erection on the podcast. Uh, I'm offended. It was episode eight. I will never I listen to this it. podcast again because you said erection on the podcast. Oh, come on. We made miscarriage jokes two episodes ago. <laughs> and a Downs joke earlier in the episode. <laughs> did we? Yeah, oh, we yeah. did. Yeah. So, Arms looks really fun. I can't wait for that game to come out. It comes out June sixteenth, so it's less than a month. Very excited. Yeah. Hey, do you remember that Zelda, like clearly copyright infringement, Oceanhorn? Yeah, came out on iOS like five years ago. I actually didn't hate it. It was not great compared to the Zelda. Uh, games, no, no, but... no. Uh, but it was competent. Yeah, and for absolutely. iOS, it was. Great it was. For it's iOS. the best adventure game of that style on on iOS. Yeah. So it was ported to uh, PS4 mm-hmm. and just is coming to Vita this month or something like that. Vita. Um, they just announced the second Oceanhorn. Have you watched the gameplay footage from this? No, they announced it a little while ago. Actually, it looks a lot better. So yes, yeah, so they they announced it a while ago but the first gameplay footage came i out. did not know this i'm actually and very excited i've been following this th- these developers for a little while now it's like corn fox or something like that What's um i don't know cornholio just scrub through this a little bit just take a look yeah. at some of it it looks I'm, it looks pretty legit it looks really good for an iphone game it really does it looks more like a legitimate like 3d action game yeah it still looks oh my like gosh. it's uh wow i mean you still run and it looks kind of floaty and and doesn't look like it's going to control well or feel good to play, but it looks good. I'm really surprised. And on they iOS, sc- they, look good. So. They show a screenshot of just this guy standing in the woods. I remember the woods being like, oh, wow, that looks like a legit area you would find in, in a Zelda game. Yeah. I'm just scrubbing through. But yeah, yeah it's a 14-minute video, so you're not going to watch the whole thing. I'm going to take my phone back. I am very impressed. Super, super impressed. Uh, I think I bought the original Ocean wow. Horn, and I, I think I played for about ten seconds. And I beat then, it. Did you? Yeah, I did. I played. I'm the proud whole of thing. you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. See, oh, there's even like a big boss with a squid monster. Those are good graphics. Not even for yeah. mobile. I think those are legitimately actually pretty good for that yeah. style game. I mean, that looks better than Breath of the Wild. Okay, let's let's not <laughs> get ahead of ourselves. Okay. Uh, you read all your stories, right? All my stories. Fucking Destiny 2, bitches! Yeah, what did you think? Destiny 2 multiplayer... Because this was on your top five games you're excited for. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Are you still excited? No, the gameplay video came out. It looks looks like Destiny. 
It does. Some cool it new It does moves. look noticeably better, I think, though. Oh, right, because it doesn't have to do cross... It doesn't have to straddle that generational gap. The weather we effects were really it. impressive. It doesn't have to straddle that generational thigh gap. Yep. Um, so yes, it looks really cool. Awesome new kind of moves and things like that in subclasses. Some new multiplayer details, which I didn't really care for, like, playing the Crucible so much. Mm-hmm. But what was really exciting was... They have this kind of new, like, a looking for group. Have you ever played, like, an MMO or, uh, like, an online multiplayer game? No, not too much experience, So, there's no. this LFG, looking for group, where you're just, like, you're in an outpost or a town or something like that, and you're, like, looking for a group to do the so-and-so mission. And then people who are in the town see that, and they're, like, oh, cool, we need a healer, come on with us, or we need a tank, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, there's this now for Destiny, for raids. So, if you don't have six people... Or if you have four of them and you're waiting for two to get off work in three hours before you guys can actually play, you can just pick up people who are in rooms. Or on the opposite side of that, if you're us and you don't have any friends, <laughs> then you can still play the raids. Because that was one part of Destiny that I never got to try was the raids. And everyone's favorite part was the raids. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that, uh, which is going to be really fun. It also looks like there's a lot more story. Yes. Yes. A lot more story. They obviously learned from the first one. Yeah. Um, Apparently that wasn't as much their fault. Well, I... I mean, they had the story ready to go, and then someone else was like, I already wrote the story, and there was, like, I guess a plagiarism issue, and they had to take it, the whole story down, so. But it does, I guess, in this one, the the Traveler is being taken away, and... I have no clue. And they have to, like, get it back or something like that. I don't really, I didn't hear all the details. I mean, I didn't pay attention to any of the story details in the trailer. I just watched it, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's it. You get there, you could drive tanks. There mm-hmm. were tanks in the trailer, rather than just your little baby sparrow. There's three new planets, right? Uh, so there's it's Earth, uh, Io, um, and then two other planets. Yeah, yeah. That'll and be exciting. I'm the part curious. of Earth is like some like rundown European area instead of Russia. I don't know if I'm going to play it because I didn't play that much. Of, I actually take like I put a good probably 20 hours into Destiny. That's not that much. It's not that's, that much. That's a lot of hours. It is a lot of hours, but I I don't it, I think this is the game I mentioned when I said I don't know why I put that much time into it. So I, this is gonna have to get really stellar reviews, and it's gonna have to get a a great recommendation from you in order for me to play this game. Yeah, I mean we'll I'm very excited about this, and this will come up in probably our subscriber interrogative today. It yeah. might be one of those games that falls on that list. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, another kind of weird caveat, Destiny 2 is coming to PC. Obviously, it didn't last generation. Uh, but it's on PC, not available through Steam. It is only available through Blizzard's Battle.net service. Yes. And this is the first third-party game that's available. Usually, it's just World of Warcraft, Diablo, and things like that. But this is now available only through there. Charge across the bow for, for Valve as well. Yeah. And you can, you can buy this game with World of Warcraft Gold. Can you really? Yes. So if you <laughs> you can exchange World of Warcraft gold for tokens, mm-hmm. World of Warcraft tokens, and then those tokens are worth like 15 American dollars. So mm-hmm. you can get four tokens. And of course, the price fluctuates depending on like the economy of World of Warcraft at the time. So yeah. when they announced that this was available on Battle.net and not anywhere else, the price of a token in World of Warcraft skyrocketed. <laughs> that's, I just think that's so crazy. You can use fake currency from a game. To buy a $60 real game. I'm surprised Bungie's okay with that. Or, uh, yeah, not Bungie. Yeah, Bungie's okay with that. Yeah. Well, well, they're packaged. Well, uh, Activision mm-hmm. is publishing the game. Yeah. Part of Activision Blizzard. Blizzard Battle.net. Gotcha. 
Um, business. That is all the news that I got. All the news that I got. Holden. I got no more news for you. Serenade the audience real quick. I'm going to spend 46 seconds peeing. I need to pee too, actually. Okay, <laughs> well, we're pause. not going to pee together. <laughs> Hold we'll on. just stop. All right, so Chad's going to pee. Oh, here's a cool trick. Here's a cool trick. You start a story. I'm going to listen to the last sentence, and I'm going to pick up where you left off, and we're going to see tomorrow when we listen to it what the story actually turns into. All right, absolutely. Peter was a sad child, but he always found comfort in the magical creatures surrounding his home. So every once in a while, late at night, his mother was in bed. His dad just stayed up a little bit late to get some work done. Probably going to go to bed soon, too. Peter would open his window, sneak outside, and little squirrels would just come over and say hello to him. He'd have conversations, and he'd say, guys, come on. I need to get out of my window all the way first before we you know, continue this magical adventure we're going to go on. But They'd make it out. They'd go to the little forest on the side of his house and deep in the woods, far, far off, to the point where you couldn't even see the glowing lights of Peter's house anymore. <laughs> Peter saw a magnificent, and Chad's here to continue the rest of the story. Peter saw a magnificent horse, and on this horse's mane were actually three grenades, and the grenades were all missing their pins, and Peter was riding the horse. Suddenly he thought to himself, Oh, shit. This horse about to explode. I'm about to be human glue. So he takes each of the grenades, and he finds out they are actually just smoke grenades. And he gets a little bit of a cough. He has bronchitis for a few weeks, but then with the proper antibiotics and and, uh, drinking plenty of water and whatever the fuck else you do for bronchitis, he actually becomes a, a nice, normal human being again. And that horse named Sasha actually goes on to win a dressage competition late in life uh becomes the guinness world record holder for oldest horse to win dressage in the olympics of uh 2036 is that a year that the olympics are happening i think that's right they happen every presidential election year uh and then peter takes all three pins of the grenades that he finds on the ground and he puts them on a necklace and rides sasha into the sunset and, and then they find out that the sunset is actually a lake of fire, and they both become people horse glue. And that is the story of how Peter became happy. Yeah. He and became one with his horse, Sasha. That was an excellent story, Holden. That was a really I'm good story. I'm really glad that we were able to share that with our audience today. I don't know what you're saying how the story was about, but I'm sure it was nothing like I the purposely of it. hummed to myself in the bathroom so I didn't hear your first half. <laughs> so I'm very excited to hear what this sounds like. Oh, well, man. Hey, what the fuck is up next? What the fuck is up next? What's up next is we're going to talk about what we think constitutes a gaming generation and how that's changing with all the Scorpio and PS4 Pro nonsense. Ooh, what is a game generation? So, gaming generations, how long do they usually last? Like, a year? Yeah, typically it's six months to a year, usually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then the new hotness comes out the next year, new games come out and stuff. Ooh, new hotness. Yeah. <laughs> No, so I think around, I think five years is like the short end. And we've seen it go up to eight, was it, for 360 and PS3? It was, uh, well, it depends on what you mean by length of a generation, whether how long they get support or before the next one comes out. I would say, yeah, that's actually a good question. I would say when the next generation comes out, that's the beginning of that generation. Sure. And the end of the old one. Sure. Uh, Yeah, so then, like, I think it was 2006... That the Xbox 360 came out? Mm-hmm. 2006, yep. I think so. It was 2007 is when 
No, 2005 is when the Xbox came out. 2006 is when the when the PS3, PS3 and, and the Wii came and out. Because uh, so like was a year earlier. Well, I guess it's like so like if you look at, I think Nintendo kind of is a weird example of gaming generations. Where like you think about power, like power is an indication of a gaming generation. Like this console is now more powerful than the last one was. Mm-hmm. GameCube and Wii are pretty comparable. Yeah. In power, I'd say Wii U and Switch are pretty comparable well, in terms even, of power even like we and we you there wasn't much of a power difference i mean there were there was, there was a huge graphics. power difference yeah HD there was a big power difference between the Wii and the wii u well nothing ever fucking showed it off or if it did no one played it really no Though, one had a wii really you should play you should look at mario kart no i'm not gonna look at fucking wii u stupid floaty pool tablet <laughs> i could fucking throw that thing in a lake of fire with Peter and his horse Sasha, <laughs> um, so yeah, generally it's like an increase in power, but almost, almost every single generation has also had an advancement in media. So the yes. media that it runs, mm-hmm. starting out on carts, different types of carts, whether it's an eight-bit cart, sixteen-bit, mm-hmm. sixty-four, yeah, uh, the move to optical discs and then DVDs and then Blu-ray, Blu-ray. HD um, DVD, HD DVD. Good thing Xbox <laughs> jumped on that bandwagon. <laughs> Um, so Barely, yeah, they usually... had like they had like an HD DVD adapter. Yeah, you could get a, a yeah. separate little disc drive for your yeah. Xbox. So yeah, usually there's a change in media as well, storage media, so that you can fit all of these crazy new graphics. Yep. Again, usually you gotta fit them upgrade. on a disc somewhere. Um, I was thinking another really big one too, though, is the the actual inputs themselves generally change from generation to generation. NES had like A B directional pad. The sure. SNES had X Y shoulder buttons. The uh, uh, PlayStation did the dual shoulder buttons. And then, even though N sixty four did the joystick, I actually want to give PlayStation credit for modernizing the joystick and yeah. kind of creating the one that we actually use, including With Nintendo the in the next generation. Yeah, I think I think that actually applies. Nintendo's always been the innovator when it comes to controllers. Sure, and then. I actually think, you know, if you take a look at PlayStation and Xbox, and they have largely had a very, very, very similar controller design from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. All the same buttons, just slightly different ergonomics, or the adding of, uh, like, analog trigger, like the trigger vibrators in the yeah, Xbox Yeah, the impulse triggers. Like yeah, impulse triggers. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nintendo Switch is, or the Nintendo consoles are always innovating in some way, whether it is motion yeah. controls or a fucking stupid tablet. Like, I think the GameCube is the least innovative controller I can think of by them. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. But what was special about the GameCube controller? I mean, it just looked hella crazy. <laughs> it was really comfortable, though. I'm saying hella a lot recently, and I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not hella proud of you right now. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, though, that Nintendo is... Like, the the shoulder buttons, the analog stick, the D-pad, Y and, and X buttons. Like motion control. Motion control. Touchscreen controls for games, too, with the DS. Isn't that crazy? That's really, they're very, they're, they're on top of their game, that kind of stuff. HD Rumble. HD Rumble. Which I really Fucking do God. enjoy. I like the HD Rumble. I know you do. I do like I it. I know. But it's not a game changer in the same way that Rumble was, which was also which Nintendo. Which was also Nintendo with the Rumble Pack, yeah. So they've they've really done a lot, but even in even like PlayStation trying to take a jab at it. I mean, um, the share button, that's theirs. Yeah, the touchpad, which doesn't get used a whole lot, but that's theirs. Yeah, six axis was built into the the PS3 controller, which was 
different than the Wii Motion controls. Not yeah, a little bit as useful and took the rumble out, but whatever. <laughs> Actually, it was it was almost identical to the Wii Motion controls in the original because it was just accelerometer. Like it wasn't a gyroscope. No, six axis was gyroscopic. Gy- yeah, six axis was gyroscopic, and but Wii it also plus added the gyroscope. The Wii also never had accelerometer or gyroscope built into it until the Wii Motion Plus. Right. They had a like a point mechanism, like an infrared point you would use. No, but it still it still had motion controls for fucking bowling and and But it still was like looking that. at where you're he was using infrared in the Wii motion in the Wii in the Wii no, controller for that, wasn't no, it? No, no, no. Oh okay. no, no, that's accelerometers and then they added gyroscope with the motion plus. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they've I think input for me is like beyond power. I think power is the obvious. Like PlayStation is not as powerful as PS2, not as powerful as PS3, not as powerful as PS4. Nintendo, I don't know why they don't partake <laughs> in that game too much. I saw the Switch. Switch is understandable why it's not as powerful. Yeah. Because it's just, it's a different thing altogether. But inputs I think an underrated uh, kind of view on how console generations change. Sure. So a console generation historically, yeah. up until recent last a year or two, has been a definition of some kind of input, mm-hmm. the media, uh, and more power, and more for, power for developers to work with. Yeah, and I think that more power is always going to be the way things go. Like otherwise, why would you be making this new generation if right. you don't have something more to work with? But that's I think like the input and the media is kind of how things are going to start changing. Media eventually will just be digital only. Right, everything is going to digital. So how do we see this in the future? Where do where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. And then also like. We technically have, like, Blu-ray didn't change really from PS3 to PS4. Like, you have 4K Blu-rays now, but I don't think they're using that in a No, and PS4 it's still the regular dual layer 50 gig discs. Yeah, so that doesn't really change too much. It's just more the content that's on there that's actually going to be, like, 4K now. Right. So, it's really going to be power going forward. Like, I can't imagine, at least maybe I'm just not thinking, you know, open-minded enough, open-mindedly enough, but what can they really do with input at this point? That's going to change drastically. Like I think PlayStation Four, Dual, the uh, PlayStation Four DualShock controller and the Xbox One controller. I think they got it. That's fine. Like as they are. Like I just don't foresee that's going to be changing too much. But another thing too is, is that a generation also used to mean Super Mario is an SNES game, and you know Mario sixty four is an N sixty four game. Yeah. But that's going to start changing now too, where this backwards compatibility going back and forth. A game is not going to be tied to like that "quote unquote" generation of games. I think this whole concept is going to kind of disappear and go away. I think what we're finally starting, uh, what we're going to eventually kind of turn into, and what we're starting to see the beginnings of, is a leveling off of mm-hmm. generations, where going forward, everything's going to look very similar, like it has on a PC. Yeah, exactly. For decades. Yep. You still use the WASD keys. You still use a mouse to point and click. Mm-hmm. You just simply upgrade your video card, upgrade your processor, all of that. Or just you buy the new PlayStation. RAM. Right. Yeah. So uh, this, I think going forward, we're not going to see really a difference in input or anything like that. Yeah. But instead, we'll start to see little things like VR. And that will kind of be its own like, yeah. iteration one, iteration two. And that's what we'll start seeing the next generational leaps yep. that we're used to mm-hmm. in terms of hardware and input methods, whether it is figuring out some new peripheral or a better way yeah. to track motion and things like that. But like the PS5 is going to come out and it's going to play PS4 games. Absolutely. It's going to have that same experience, just 
like a, like a PC. You can yeah. play two decade old games on a PC just mm-hmm. fine today. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's what will. That's where Xbox is already starting to say, "All right, backwards compatibility is a part of who we are as a, a mm-hmm. company and a brand right now." Yeah. And we want to have everything going back and going forward all everywhere you can. Yeah. Now some of them might not be able to be played forward compatible. Like yeah, I'm sure until in, you get the new hardware. But yeah, in three years there'll be Scorpio games that don't run on Xbox One S. Just because it's 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 time. But how I guess and that's where I'm interested too in how that goes too. Like, well, when when Xbox One S is phased out, will like Scorpio take the place of where the One S is right now? And then like a new Scorpio Pro will be released that's better than the Scorpio, and that'll be at the Scorpio's price point. Where it's kind of always shifting. Where it's like there's the last quote unquote last generation console and current right. generation console, and it's like if you want to save money, you spend two hundred dollars and you get this Xbox, right? Or you get Xbox Plus, that's like the better newer version. Some games might be exclusive to it, right? Yeah, so you you could see like yeah, it plays on all of these systems, but one of them's a little bit rougher than the other one. Yeah. Um. And you know you know what I think the biggest indicator is that we are leveling off, and that you won't see very many more innovations in terms of like input methods and things like that mm. is the fact that on this next generation Scorpio all of your Xbox One controllers and things like that do work with that one. I think yeah. I think we have hit a peak with the DualShock 4 and the Xbox One controllers especially the Elite versions where mm-hmm. there's not really anywhere to go from there. Yeah. And they've hit up spot where they're great. Yep. They're optimal controllers and that's probably what we're going to be with the next in few decades. Let's even imagine that they did. It would look like the the Valve controller or something like that, which right. you can just kind of convert that to work with the games that are already working with the joystick, and it will just feel different. But that's kind of like a newer way of of playing. But there's, it's always going to fit that paradigm in some way. Definitely, it's. I don't. I don't foresee we're going to be like, okay, and this is the one where when you blink five times, it does this, <laughs> and like it will no. never see something like that. There's like, always going to be everyone's. There's always going to be a spot for a traditional controller. Yeah, people are going to want to play sitting on their couch. They're not going to have to put something on their face at all times, or mm. have to to use voice for connect to fucking wave and yeah. throw a grenade or something like that. There's always going to be a spot for a traditional controller. Yeah. I think it's also a great example of the, the, I think one of the few times that what benefits Sony and Microsoft also benefits the consumers. This is the way to go. Yeah. I think there's just like, I, I really don't like the fact that I have a PlayStation four right now. I really want to go back and play shadow of the Colossus. I just can't put a PS3 disc in my PS4. And just keep playing it. I would love to say I have a PS5 right now. You know, uh, I heard that Neo was really good, but never got a chance to play Neo. I'm sorry, I heard Horizon Zero Dawn was really good, but yes, never got. Please a pl- fucking play Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> I'm gonna play that on my PS5 now. <laughs> just take that disc and put it in there, and it'll just work. And also, would be huge for like the reselling market and like GameStop and things like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So there's a lot of like this benefits a lot of people and doesn't really hurt anyone. I I don't. Can you imagine this hurts anyone? No. I. Can you also you also noticed that I guess about a year ago GameStop started taking retro game trade-ins and things like yeah. that. Yeah. So original yep. Xbox and old PlayStation games and things like that that they hadn't taken for a while. Mm-hmm. Maybe they see something written in the written in the stars. Possibly. Well, maybe maybe uh, you know in a few years Microsoft was saying, okay, cool, we got a really great library of 360 games that are compatible. Now we're doing Xbox games. Yep. And I hope that e that uh, E3 Sony announces that. You can pop a PS3 disc in the PS4 and it will play, depending on the game. Just like, or at the very least, a PlayStation One. <laughs> yeah, like the fact that you can't play PS1 classics on your PS4 is 
blows my mind. You can do it on literally any other Sony hardware. Yeah. No, totally. Well, because that's the big benefit of the PC is that, cool, Doom came out in the 90s. I still have a PC in 2017 that can play Doom. Yep. My PS4 cannot play PS2 games. It can't play PS3 games. It can't play PS1 games. It does nothing but that, like the PS4, unless I buy it as a remake. <laughs> or I use the PS Now service, which is awesome in concept, terrible in execution. Yeah. And I honestly don't know if it ever really will be there to the same way it is when you're just playing at home anyway. No. Well, that poor Sony. This is a topic for another day, but they just they invested so much in Gaikai and that streaming technology that there's like they gotta ride it out. They gotta oh, be yeah. like, I we fucking did it, we gotta fucking put uh, Xbox is doing that better with Xbox Pass. Yeah, well, they get, they get downloaded. They they have all this streaming technology and all these things from Gaikai that they have to stream stuff. Mm-hmm. They can't not use all of this thing that they spent all that money on. Yeah, but this is an interesting topic for me because we're seeing this right now. Like, it's, yeah, it's going to happen, and it's it's at E three. We'll we'll kind of see like the we're gonna find out in big step. three weeks. Yeah, three weeks from today at this time, we will already know what the Scorpio is, and we will have seen Microsoft's press conference. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Hopefully. My balls just went up inside of me thinking about how good that is. <laughs> That's a good thing, right? When your balls go inside of you? Totally. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Great. Great. Totally. Don't go see a doctor. Mmm. Doctors. <laughs> Do we have any subscriber interrogatives? Hey, Holden. Yeah, we've got a subscriber interrogative. One singular sensation. Hey, what games have you been hyped for or bought and were really hyped for and have never played? I actually mentioned my Boost 2 on iPhone. <laughs> I mean, when I heard that game was coming out, I was in line. <laughs> I was so excited. And then decided not to get it. Uh, I mentioned mine uh, five minutes ago with Neo. Yeah. I really wanted to play Neo. I played the, the demo of it. Awesome. I loved the shit out of that demo. And I just have not played that game for some reason. I just never bought it. You never even bought it? Never even bought it. Good for you. I'm proud yeah. of you. Because I'm on the opposite end where I buy a lot of shit and then I never play it. Oh, I do that. And I, I don't even do have a Steam Neo. collection. I mean, we talked about it last week. I do have a Steam collection of like eight games, but <laughs> uh, I have two. First of all, do you remember Dragon's Dogma? The action RPG on oh, yeah. PS3. And it, what, wait, what, that gave you a preview of a Dead Space game or Devil May Cry game? What was it? I don't remember. If it gave you a like preview that, but... of a certain game. Go ahead, sorry. But it was, uh, it was one of those games that had a really awesome demo, and I was super excited to play it. I was looking for another action RPG because I love all of those types of games. I think it was fresh off the tails of like, uh, what's the one that was in a lawsuit with Rhode Island that went under? Oh, um, thirty-one studios. Um, Kingdom Kingdom's of Amalur. No, Kingdom of Amalur. Yeah, that's right. So it was By right Kurt off the tail of I was like, God, I really want that. And I, I heard bought it. Was it was really good. Bought it. Yeah. And they even, like, I have the Dark Arisen, which is the new, like, has all of the DLC and stuff like that in it, and then I've, I've never tried it. I've never loaded it up. I played the demo a long time ago, never loaded it up. Oh, I, I do that. There are plenty of games I've bought and never played. Yeah. I just I was hyped as fuck. I loved that demo. Mm-hmm. And another one was Dead Space 3. I freaking love Dead Space. Mm-hmm. I had a blast with Dead Space 2. I liked that a lot as well. And then Dead Space 3 was coming out. I was like, I love this game. I pre-ordered it. Got it for my birthday. I was like, yes! Never took it out of the box. I have another one. I, this one just dawned on me. And it's a, it's a good story, too, because I'm a total idiot. Metroid Prime. 
Yep. Played it, loved it. Metro Prime 2 Echo is coming out. Oh my god, I cannot wait. This is so good. I love the first one so much. I'm going to play it. Never bought it on the GameCube. Because this was a kid and like my parents didn't get it yeah. for me. That's just how it went. And then I did... I. I fucking bought it on the the, the Wii with the, the Metroid Prime Trilogy Collection. I'm like, I want to play all of these to put the first one. And I'm like, I'm so excited to play Echoes. And then I never played it still. <laughs> still didn't play it. Awesome. Yeah, I'm just killing it over here. But like, I also just bought God of War 3. And I bought it and I'm like, I want to play this. Oh, no. the remaster that was like for three bucks? Yeah, I bought that. I'm not going to play that. I did the same thing with um, uh, Far Cry 4. I bought that. Oh, yeah. I have Far Cry 3. Did, Far did Cry not 4. play that. I'm, I swear to God, I'm going to get around to Rise of the Tomb Raider because it got such good reviews. I got halfway through Tomb Raider in the first one. I just didn't care for it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, It wasn't anything special to me. But I, I know I'm a minority. People love that game. It got yeah, great you reviews. You are a minority. I am a minority. I'm a Holding white Cardo. minority. Minority. I'm trying to think if I... There's tons of games I... I'm trying to think. I know there's games I've bought that I still haven't played yet. Um, technically, I haven't played Uncharted 3 yet. I just stopped yeah that was a mistake no it was not a mistake yeah it was the fourth one is the only worthwhile game at this time if you're gonna play them right now for the first time do not listen to anything that holden departo says i didn't say they weren't good games back then what i'm saying is is that if you were to play them right now just play the fourth one just just go to the fourth one it's says the guy who fucking loves boost two and animal crossing i didn't i don't love animal crossing you love it i will buy it you tried to get me to buy that so hard on 3ds i did i did Fuck that game. Nope. I'm not going to buy Happy Home Designer and get my Amiibo cards <laughs> with the stupid dogs on them. <laughs> Professor Layton. I got really pumped about those games. I I played them. And then the most recent one on 3DS, I got I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to get it. And then I got it. And I never played it. You know what else? Animorphs. Animorphs? Yeah. They made a video game? No, they didn't make a video game. Oh. But I bought maybe 20 Animorphs books <laughs> because you one of them? the cool covers with the people morphing into the animals. Like, oh, give me that's okay. so cool. Did you I get read a, two of them. Did you, did you get them at a Scholastic? A school, a book fair? Book yeah. fair? Yep. Yeah. That's the only place I ever saw those I books. I read... The first Animorphs book, and I read the Andalite Chronicles. Ooh, Andalite oh wait, Chronicles wait, wait! There was a there good. was a Choose Your Own Adventure one as well that I read. <laughs> yes, there was an uh, Animorphs Choose Your Own Adventure. But then I had all the rest of them, and I made my parents spend money on them just so I could look at the cool I, covers. I have a subscriber interrogative. Uh, interrogative for our subscribers: <laughs> Does anyone even like Animorphs? No. <laughs> Did anyone like Animorphs? Do you remember the the guy who played Iceman? On in X Men, you never saw any of the X Men. No, movies. I did. Well, fuck you. Did you ever watch the movie, the show, The Fall? No, you don't watch TV. Holden, we're a movies <laughs> podcast, and you don't watch movies. I watched good movies like Jason Bourne. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and Alien. Well, that Covenant. guy, that guy played in the Animorphs TV show on Nickelodeon. He played the main character. Ah, so good for him. Yeah. yeah. So shut up. No, I will not shut up. Uh, we're at a pretty standard time, one hour yeah. and 20 minutes. I'm not feeling well. Let's wrap this up and watch Veep. Yeah, I want to watch Veep right hey guys, now. Speaking uh, of shows that I do watch. Speaking of good shows. Great fucking shows. Fucking watch the Veep on show. HBO. Uh, go to hbonow.com slash splitscreengamingpodcast. <laughs> Use the code splitscreen and uh, sign up for your 30-day free trial. We don't get anything from that. That's also not a URL. Exists, and if but the code works, Veep. please let us know. I'd be very yeah. curious if that code We worked. should get money from that. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for listening. That was episode 13. Go to all the things and subscribe to us and listen. And do me a favor. If you enjoyed this episode, share it. Share it with your friends. Put it in a stocking. And then use that stocking stocking to beat someone. Oh, I was talking about socks. You were talking about Christmas stockings. Yeah, sorry. No, I was like, you know, instead of filling a sock with batteries or soap, you would not like liquid soap, but like a bar Mm -hmm. of soap. 
put our episode of the podcast in there. Yeah, because we're clean, just like soap. Yeah, yeah. clean. Mm-hmm. And heavy and hurtful. <sighs> heavy and, and hurtful. hurtful. Yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.